0: Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast, at you this week with a really cool episode because we spent last week down in Las Vegas at the International Builder Show where we were invited by the VP of Marketing from Trex to sit down and have a little interview. So listen closely, take it all in, here it is. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Show. We are here live at the International Builders Show in Las Vegas. This is a gigantic show. It's huge. We took, a, I think it took about an hour to find you this morning in this building. Well, I'm glad you found us. Welcome. Yeah, but we're here with Leslie Atkins. She's the VP of Marketing with Trex. So, Trex is the number one brand in decking, and you're behind a lot of that, right? So, we're excited to we're talk all, to you. It's today. a big team effort. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure you're not the only one involved in all the decisions that are behind this. but. Why don't we start with telling us a little bit about yourself, uh, just so we can understand who Leslie is.
1: All right, so, um, Leslie Atkins, I've been with TREX uh, 10 years now. So it's been a great ride, uh, been involved with the launches of Transcend and for the past 10 years all the product launches we've been doing and all the marketing and branding as well. It's been a great job, but to get here it was a bit of a weird path. Uh, before this I worked for a cell phone company for tweens. And then for 12 years before that, I, was the, uh, I worked in marketing and was the VP of marketing for Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey Circus. Wow. So it prepared me well for this industry. <laughs>
0: Let's just change directions and talk about the circus for a bit. I think that sounds like a great talk, too.
1: It was great, but it prepared me really well for
0: this. I bet. So, funny story, I actually used to work for a cell phone company in Canada as well, so we've got a bit of a common past there, but decking's way more fun. Yep. Um, This show, like I mentioned, it's gigantic. I think I've heard numbers of like 130,000 people attend this show. How important is this show for treks?
1: You know, it's a great opportunity for us every year to really showcase what we're about, and it's more than just decking, it's outdoor living, and we really try to make our booth reflect that you can see that even from this background here so we love the opportunities to share our products any new products we have going on and just you've learned so much by meeting the people who come by
0: it's the booth is impressive there's so many components to it you kind of walk behind one display and find a whole other corner over here and there's everything from furniture to the deck So I'm a bit of a nerd in the industry, so I did know about most of them. I picked Jamie's brain a little bit more about the furniture side because we're interested in kind of branching out ourselves and right. taking in more products in our store. So so most of them I did, but the average person obviously wouldn't. So we'll walk around, we'll get some footage of that stuff to kind of show everybody whatever, like, what you're all involved in, right? Because it's more than just decking. Um, more than decking. Yeah. So you've got some new colors and stuff coming out this year. What's the big picture plan for Trex in 2019?
1: 2019 we're very excited about because we are launching sort of a revamp of our Trek enhanced product lines and what we've looked at is Trex Transcend has been the sort of premium brand of decking throughout the industry for the past 10 years but we see a real opportunity going forward for people who are still building with wood why would you still build with wood and so that's what these Trex enhanced deck lines are meant for uh, we're trying to narrow the gap the cost differential between wood and, and Trex because right now we know from our own research a lot of consumers say I prefer the look of wood, and you're like, do you really? How can you prefer the look of wood? You like splinters and rotting and warping, and you like getting out there and using chemicals to, to maintain it every year. And uh, what it really comes down to is that they think they can't afford tracks, and we're trying to bust that myth going
0: forward. Yeah, we like when people say we, we like the look of wood. We're, we always ask them, do you lie to your family like this too? <laughs> I love that. Come on, That's really? A great line. Can we do a retake? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it obviously has been a bit of an issue with price, because even at the entry-level price point for, say, Trek Select in the past, it was about four times more than what a right. treated board would be, not in the entire project, because the framing stays the same and everything, but so that was a big gap. Now we've kind of, pricing, I think, is maybe a little bit to be determined in a lot of markets. We've set ours, and now it's about a two and a half times price gap, Which so it's definitely close. really
1: important part. Like, once you get to that level, and you get someone to actually consider that, they re- recognize very soon, or very quickly, I should say, that... That differential means a lot when they have free weekends going forward and don't have to spend their time maintaining their deck.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we. The
1: value is huge. It's not just about a cheap price. It's the value of it all.
0: Yeah, exactly. We've I've heard a line from Kate Campbell at one of the show, a different show one time, and she, she's awesome, right? And she used this line in, in her presentation, and it was, "Do you want to look at your backyard and have a job back there, or do you want to enjoy it?" And it's like that's such a good way to think about it. Like you look in the backyard, it's like, ugh. I've got to spend. do list,
1: right? Yes. You don't want that to do list. You want to be outside there enjoying it, like, like this. I'd like to enjoy this deck. right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, look at the view, not down. That's
1: right. Spend your time enjoying.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so the, the new deck boards. Was it all just about closing the cap, like closing that price gap with wood decking, or was there something bigger behind? the release of all these new colors and stuff. Was there more to it than just trying to close that price it We spent
1: about three years researching these new products. So, I mean, all the colors, um, how to make it, how to get there. But the real big picture was wood conversion. So Trex has been a leader in the market for 20 plus, 25 years. Um, what we look at is we've got about a 50% market share within wood alternatives. That's tremendous. We've grown that about 20 points in the past 10 years. But where is our real growth potential going forward? Because we're, you know, we're always looking for that, and that is converting wood. So every 1% of wood decking that we convert is uh, equates to about $50 million. So that's our big eye. That's the eye on the prize, I should say, the big prize.
0: Yeah, because I think I've heard the statistic that about 80% of decks that are sold are still wood. Is that what you guys know too?
1: They are, and those woods are out there rotting, cracking, splintering every single day.
0: Yeah, so you can beat up your competitors trying to claw some market away from them yeah or you can, can scoop it with pie. an ice cream scoop and get it right yeah there so go. good strategy for there sure we go. so we had a bit of fun with this when we did our Trex video so if you haven't watched the show before about the Trex lineup watch that but we had a little bit of fun about the namings of these things so how does that it is
1: highly scientific
0: I bet it is yeah it is like do you actually visit foggy wharfs and be like this is it you I know. feel inspired
1: No. I wish we did that. I wish if it was like traveling across the world doing it. But what we do is um, our enhanced product lines, you'll see some thematics around our color names. So for Transcend, let's start there, Spiced Rum, uh, Rope Swing. Tiki torch, yeah. things like that. The outdoor living components, Conscious gravel path. Yeah, we're trying to. We really view ourselves as a lifestyle brand, not just a product, a building product. So we're trying to capture all that. So the Transcends kind of got all those kinds of things, like vintage lantern. Those are all names that sort kind of align with this sort of premium product. Enhance um, has this sort of coastal feel to most of the names. So that's where you get Foggy Wharf, clamshell. Um, t- Toasted sand, things yeah. like that. So we work with um, within the marketing team and with our um, variety of agencies, and we bounce things around. And we do some focus groups, you know, around the building. Go down and say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" So,
0: how long does that take to come up with names for a new line? You had eight, no, I guess five new names to come up with because the other ones borrowed their yeah, old names. Three. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that sort of set the tone. You guess how long that takes.
0: Oh boy, if we're involving focus groups and whatnot, I'm guessing that was probably like a four to six month process.
1: Bingo. That's about what it takes. Yeah. And then ultimately, you know, it, it comes down to the sniff test, like, this, does this work? Does this feel right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I really got a kick out of the toasted sand. I thought that was, sand. that was my favorite. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll share the story behind that someday.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, that'll be another show. Uh, now, like we mentioned, Trex is the number one in composite decking. Everybody knows the Trex name. We often, even got, wish they did. Got, yes, fair enough, not everybody. <laughs> if somebody's heard of composite decking and they know one brand, it's Trex. Maybe that's a better way to put it. What sets you guys apart from the other brands out there? Because there are a lot of brands. You know, you have a few main big competitors, but there's a hundred smaller little guys too. What makes Trex different? How do you set yourself apart? I think
1: a couple of different ways. Obviously we were the pioneer of this industry ourselves and basically created it, um, you know, being green is in our DNA. We are our, All of our decking is 95% recycled. We're the largest plastic film recycler in North America. That's great. Um, so those are all great things that make you feel really good about working with Trex. But I think what we hope that this booth shows you is that Trex is not just decking. We're way more than decking, and it's about outdoor living, and it's about a lifestyle. And so we've really pressed ourselves in the recent past to think through, like, what are all the components we have? Pergolas and furniture and drainage systems and lighting and a variety of railing. So we're really trying to be, if for outdoor living, Trex would be the product to come to or the company to come to because we've thought about about it very holistically.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like like you said, I'll shoot some footage of everything that's here because people probably don't understand no, people, how...
1: I still run into people. Yeah, you had Trex Outdoor Furniture.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? So We
1: still got some work to
0: do. Yeah, so speaking of work to do, what do you find your biggest challenges are as the VP of marketing for the number one brand in the market, what are your challenges?
1: But it's full of challenges. Um, how do we continue to grow? How do we continue to push ourselves to find new things like doing podcasts to get the word out to people? Um, all the digital side and the social media, just being able to keep up with the proliferation of social media and all the ways we could do that. Product innovations, we wanna make sure we're always out there leading. Um, we're you know Our tagline is engineering what's next in outdoor living. And, Making that come true constantly is is the biggest challenge I have.
0: For sure. And, like, the social media is changing faster than we can even keep up with it, right? <laughs> yes, it I know we just did that po- podcast with Bobby Parks, who is amazing. He's great. Uh, and I know he sent me a message after. He's like, sorry, Shane, I just, I'm just, i just not up and up in this stuff. I don't really know how this stuff works. And I was like, Bobby, eight months ago, I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> We're all learning, right? Are you following Bobby on Instagram? I do, yeah. He's, yeah. I
1: love the d- driving down the road in the truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: I mean, things as
0: simple as that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy mm-hmm. and, like, a wealth of knowledge for yes, anybody in great. the industry, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, so we know that Trex does a lot of things right. What are some things in your mind that Trex needs to work on? What are, what are some improvements that you guys are kind of trying to do? Not that you're bad at necessarily, but just like things that you want well, to improve on. Well, it's,
1: it's hard to be great at everything at once. Ah. And uh, so we certainly... I think have a very candid view of where our weaknesses are. So you can probably track that by where we're making investments. So one of those is in the channel marketing team. So we know that we have a very strong brand overall and we have a lot of great advertising at the national level. We've got a great website. But when you get down to the local level, which is where people live, eat, and breathe, what does Trex look like and feel like? Is that experience aligned from the national down to the local? So we are investing in a channel marketing team that's gonna work with all of our dealers to make sure that The experience you have with Trex is the same, whether it's, you know, the the premium experience you have goes from, you know, what you see in the ads, what you see on the Trex website and the literature, all the way down to what you experience in a dealer showroom or with a contractor.
0: Sure. So walking around this place is mind-boggling to see some of the displays you it out walk there. around right your feet are- so just getting here I haven't really walked around much I've been to this show once before in Orlando and it was that's the first time I've been and it was we just here. oh my god it's it's huge but there are some brands out there that like I I don't even understand it's like you go to like the Kohler booth and it's like well these guys sell taps but look at this booth you know what I mean right.
1: Right. they do
0: it they unbelievable do this very,
1: very well and the amount of money that would be involved is, is mind-boggling as a marketer I'm always like oh that so would be
0: awesome. <laughs> I asked that exact question to Wade on the way here. I was like, how much money do you think is put into this from the vendor standpoint? Uh. Everybody's booths are, you know, if you tallied up the total investment from the vendors that are at the show, I can't even fathom what that number might be. It's a, a third world economy. Exactly. I bet it is. So, of the, let's talk about some non-competing brands, like not in the decking market, but is there a company out there that's just really killing it nowadays on, whether it's social media or just, you know, their kind of getting their name out there that you kind of admire and kind of follow?
1: Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it's an emergent company, but you know, a, a company that we greatly admire and keep our eyes on because we think they do very innovative and uh, very thoughtful branding is a company like Patagonia, right? Outdoor is the, also with them, you yeah. know, that is their thing. And, and they have a very strong, keen sense of who they are and it comes through in everything they do. So. And they have a strong appreciation for being green, so
0: that's a big one we we love to
1: focus with. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, this is a bit of a funny setup here, and I don't know how intentional this was what happened here, but somehow you are eight feet away from the AZEC booth, and you guys are like, that's your biggest, (laughs) how about that? that? That's your biggest competitor, I assume, uh, like with comps that are within the category. what's the relationship like with your other competitors with the Azex and the Fibron's and the other guys out there? Is it kind of like when you see each other in the hallway, is it like friendly ribbing or is it like eyes straightforward?
1: You know, I think it probably varies a bit. Um, I will tell you this. Um, I don't, um, Fiberon, the woman who was running marketing at Fibron is the one who hired me at Trex 10 years ago. Oh, so wow. in some ways it can be somewhat incestuous. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's still at Fibron at this yeah. moment, but um, so that can be very friendly. I mean, a healthy competition. But um, as I, I think I've, I've relayed earlier. We're less focused on what our competitors are doing and more focused on where, where's the big growth and
0: where's the opportunities for us in the future. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's smart advice for anybody running a business. Is don't be too <laughs> obsessed with your competitors. Yeah, you can get be very better you focused on
1: that, and then you find yourselves like reacting to somebody else, and that's not what Trex does. We're trying to lead.
0: Yeah. So you've got what seems to me to be a sizable budget in this category trex spends a lot of dollars out there you see them everywhere Mm -hmm. are you okay comfortable sharing kind of how you guys split those dollars up i don't need to know exact numbers but it's like how much effort are you putting into say tv versus social media versus outdoor versus whatever
1: um well i don't think i'm comfortable sharing like a breakdown but I'll, i'll tell you this if you looked at where trex was in when i started here It might have been 90% print ads, 10% digital, no TV. Um, We have learned over the course of the years that TV is, you know, you've been hearing that TV's dead. TV advertising is dead. I can assure you, run a TV ad and watch what happens to your website. You'll see exactly that TV is not dead. But we found this coupling TV and digital is a really great way of approaching the market. So that represents probably 90% of our budget today and 10% as print.
0: Right, okay. So it's kind of flip-flopped. There's still for sure value. In, in the traditional medias right it's like it's very yeah. very on trend to say like oh social media is alive and radio and TV are dead and everything else is dead but they're still effective for the right
1: I think it's how it all works together is exactly. really critical
0: yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh, okay so that's kind of the end of the serious questions I had for you no sweat <laughs> right you, you must have a Trex branded towel that you guys do or something. no I wish I did <laughs> so I'm gonna go through some rapid-fire questions here I'm gonna give you some words and I just want you to give me the first thing that comes to your mind pressure-treated yuck good answer timber tech
1: confusing
0: <laughs> that's very very <laughs> I've got a current one. I give
1: it another one timber tech who's that
0: there you go even better answer
1: Or I, I have a whole slew because uh butch was helping me out with this he wanted me to say i don't know her <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had a few lined up any any would have worked yeah, yeah. budget never enough Marketing. Fun. Instagram. Growing. Is that... To step away from that, do you think Instagram is the big social media right now? Do you feel like that's the one well, that's... You no, know, the
1: moment I would say that, it would be false. Next Because thing. that's changing. But I think it's one of the more compelling ones right now for us. It's yeah. a great as a visual forum, and I think you see a lot less of sort of negativity going on there.
0: That's right, yeah. For, for us, we love attending the shows because of that Instagram community. We meet up. Like, all the people we know here, we met through Instagram, right? Yeah. And now, these have just become these mingling networking it events. It is. It's awesome. It's I love fantastic. it. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, summer. Can't wait. Canada. Friendly. The ultimate deck shop. Pioneers. Beautiful. Leslie, thanks so much for taking the time Thank with you. us today. This appreciate has been amazing. It. I know you're busy. You have a very tight so schedule. So thanks for squeezing us in. We appreciate it.
1: Wear See, your comfortable shoes when you come.
0: <laughs> that's right. That was. I knew that because I'd been here before. Wade didn't. I told him on the way in. I was like, you made a mistake with yeah, what you wore for exactly, shoes today. Exactly. Live from IBS 2019 in Las Vegas. We're here at the Trex booth. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you again.
1: Thank you.